0: the mic pick
1: that up sorry hello and welcome to no refunds uh we are a podcast that talks about a lot of different things and crap and junk and I don't care about our introduction anymore because it no longer makes sense and I don't care. Long story short, uh, we are a podcast that deals with uh, nerdy pop culture, uh, movies, TV, comics, uh, music from time to time. I know Alex used to talk about music a whole bunch. Uh, I think he's got a, a, a musical thing that he wants to talk about today from the looks of it. Anyways, uh, my name is Dwight and uh, joining me today is... Tiffany. And... Alex. And we have another special guest this week. Uh, joining us for the very first time is uh, one of our good friends. Hi, I'm Brian. Hi, Brian, how you doing? Hello. What about Bonnie? Right. She's
2: sitting here too.
1: Yeah, and Bonnie's here too. She just waved.
2: Waving does not translate very well to this audio medium.
3: I think she should just just act out what she wants to say and we'll interpret it for That's the night. It. Okay. We so can do as that.
1: far as people know, Bonnie might not exist. I mean in, in terms of audio, format. yes, yes, that's the goal. Okay, so also Spencer's here too. Well, he's always here.
2: He's an honorary member of the podcast
1: at this point. Yeah, yes. I would agree with that. So um, before we get started today, I just want to give kind of an update on where we are in our uh, summer movie challenge because that's what we talked about last time, and um, it's going pretty good so far. We're, I believe, three weekends into it so far. I'm our, not
0: participating, but I'm watching.
1: The, oh yeah, uh, you, you listened to that episode, right? <laughs> I did. Did yeah. you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the the picking and everything? Yeah, like it that? was good. It,
0: the conversation around it was really interesting because, like, I I do not pay attention to movie budgets at all, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to try and like the bomb pick in particular was like. I I was like, this is really cool to like see kind of who thinks the big budget films are going to be terrible and whatnot, you know.
2: Who do you think is going to win slash who is your favorite contestant? No, no bias. No bias. I mean, Um, but yet who's your favorite? Who? Is it me?
0: (laughs) Did anybody pick? Uh, I'm trying to think of the biggest movie this summer that was on that list. Uh, the who Emoji Spider-Man. Movie. Spider Man. Uh, that
3: would be me.
1: That was Alex's okay. very think, first
0: pick. I think Alex is going to win
1: then. Okay.
2: But yeah. who's your favorite contestant, and who's your favorite member of the No Refunds podcast that is a female? Who picked,
0: who picked Wonder Woman? Judd did. Uh, Judd. Okay. Judd. Judd's going to be my. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and just, so, judge your favorite woman on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that was that was the criteria for that oh, question. She,
0: okay, I guess it's Tiffany then. Oh, <gasps> oh dun, dun, wow. Dun. I'm flattered. So,
1: okay, so a little um, quick recap on where we are. Like I said, we're three weekends into it, or this is the third weekend currently. Um, speaking of the bomb picks, Brian, and number one is currently Scott, with the only movie that's come out for him so far has been his bomb pick, which was King Arthur, and it made a total of... <laughs> Um fifteen million dollars its opening weekend <laughs> and it had a budget
3: of hundred and seventy-five million. Nobody off. nobody drafted that movie like for their actual picks, right? Um, <laughs> um <laughs>
4: that's me. And yeah,
1: that was the that was my first movie that came out. It was my last pick though. Oh. So I think that m- means something.
3: Well, I'm sure your second movie will do a lot better.
2: Dire if you won't be kidding.
1: That's, uh, that's in theaters right now. How much would that, that make? Have you checked that out yet? were going to go
0: see that? I thought we were going to go see We were
1: going to go see something, and we didn't end up seeing that, unfortunately. <laughs> but, so, um, Scott currently is- You don't is
0: get in... my $9.
1: <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> Scott currently is in first place with $160 million. Second place is Tiffany with 145 for oh, Guardians. Oh, little old me. Yeah, little old you. That worked out well. Third place is um, Alex with $18 million currently currently uh, for, what it was
3: snatched? Sn- uh, snatched? Snatched, yes. Snatched, okay. Diary. I a wimpy kid made two million dollars yesterday. <sighs> that's not even gonna break ten million dollars. Nope, that might be the most garbage pick. That oh, there emoji should be movie. An extra,
1: there should be an extra win for that. Like at a the superlative end the... for yeah, most exactly. garbage like, pick. Too bad. <laughs> womp womp. So <laughs> that's that's the, where the standing of that is. We're gonna keep on checking on that throughout the rest of the summer. But um, yeah, keep uh, keep on keeping on for those. Why don't we start off with what we've been up to? Because it's been a little while since we've all been together and done kind of a normal thing. So, um, Tiffany, what have you been up to? I don't know how much of them leaving in. Because <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I feel like we're going to have to edit out a lot Top of 10 this things podcast. Dwight said on his honeymoon. Yeah, we haven't even started the podcast yet, guys. This is just, <laughs> all this is going to be um,
2: cut. Guys, you're not letting me talk. And I know like there usual. are people that listen that always talk about how I get interrupted. So, everyone, hush your mouth.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. Please, shh, please shh. talk.
2: Are you done? Shh. Okay. Yeah, go. Um, so what do you want me to talk about? Do you want to talk about our joint thing or do you want me to talk about what the, I've been doing? The
1: joint thing's going to lead into something later. Okay. Um, so
2: this is really, actually, I don't know if it's lame, but I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing again.
1: That's not lame at all. That well, game's no, amazing. Well, just,
2: I feel like it's out of the public consciousness. Um, so my sister had knee surgery and she's like, oh, I need a game to play. I'm so bored because she can't do anything. So I'm like, oh, you need to play Animal Crossing. This is, we were at GameStop and she was looking at stuff. I'm like, okay, you know, what what games? And I'm like, okay, this is, because she was looking at, I think she was looking at Harvest Moon. I'm like, no, no, don't get Harvest Moon. You need to enter the world of Animal Crossing. So now I've played it again. And um, because they had the update with the weird RV park and the happy home designer elements. But it is so much more fun to play this game when you have uh, money in the bank. So, what do you mean? So when I restarted, I restarted my town and there's a new option for you to cash in your town. So I had I had almost everything in the freaking game. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start over. So I have to start over from nothing. But they gave me like 18 million bells, which is the currency in Animal Crossing for my town. So I'm basically starting the game being able to upgrade everything immediately <laughs> so, so it's
1: almost like you use, I, don't, I don't know if you ever played the old sim city game on super nintendo but there was a code that you could put in that would give uh, you yeah. <laughs> uh ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars or something like that so it's one of those like you're basically like a god mode for it yeah. so you can do whatever you want well, whatever you want
2: it's more fun because then i can kind i feel like instead of like grinding away which is what a lot of you know those games are is just grinding away and and, and upgrading things but mm-hmm. i feel like i can just i can almost have more fun with it and be like okay I can really plan something out because I'm not getting burnt out on trying to upgrade my house and trying to, you know, fill my museum because I don't care. I want to just like make something really crazy. Is
0: it like more about designing the town at that point? Yeah. Okay. Got it. And you don't have to go like grind for sharks on the island. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh man, I need sixty
2: more beetles.
0: I love that game. I picked it up a little while when the um, the update came out, uh, but I didn't really follow through with it to be honest i i traded a bunch of stocks to make sure i still had it but uh that was about it <laughs> yeah. once i mastered it i was like eh, i'm done with this i just like it cause... i never got into the turnip stock market that yeah, much oh it's so easy <laughs> it's like basically they follow like one of three patterns and as soon as you know the pattern you can just cash in and it's you know That's you can just sweet. make like millions of bells with no problems at all nice
2: it's just been really fun playing it with my sister who's never played it and who's you yeah. know into some games are super casually but it's been really fun to take this game that I love because I I mean I first started playing it freshman year of college so that would have been what 2006
1: yeah i first introduced it to you on the gamecube version <laughs> oh, yeah that's right yeah. yeah
2: so but it's been really fun to to take something that i love and and to explain it to somebody we, else
0: we actually played that as roommates we did yes while. we did we had uh, it was the Wii version slap that a beaver was with it yeah. all the well, weird like hypersexual like text. we also had a bunch of I, th- I think we still have some outstanding bets that have bells as the currency that was being traded between, like, oh, I wouldn't, gambles. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about <laughs> things like that. Oh, yeah. I remember that.
2: But yeah. That's what I've been doing. I mean, the other thing is is we'll talk about it later, but, you know, yeah, other than other that. than that, just doing adulting stuff, like spending time in my yard landscaping, because that's, like, that, and I play hockey in a women's hockey league, so, you know, I'm kind of, like, all over the place. Nerdy. That's not nerd adulting. stuff. I'm a well-rounded individual, oh. so that's what I'm just trying to get at for the for the listening folks. I'm
1: a cool. Yeah, I'm a Ew. well-rounded individual, like Alex just said, in my belly. Okay, but of course, but Alex yeah. is like apparently giving up. That's uh. On the on the podcast.
4: apparently <laughs> Alex uh, doesn't yeah. play
0: Animal Crossing.
3: I have no interest in Animal Crossing and don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what?
2: Well, that's I don't fair. want to talk to you anymore.
3: Oh, shots well, that's fine. well, why
2: don't you go next? If I my thing is so boring and you're not everything else
3: it. I do is equally as boring. So <laughs> true. How many movies have you seen, Alex? <laughs> I, I've seen a fair number of movies in the last. When did we last record? Like, like a month ago? Um, give or take,
1: yeah. It was it was yeah. before May started. It's yeah. May twentieth right now. So so
3: it was
2: um, it was the weekend after your birthday.
1: Yeah, so it's been about a month. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it's been like three <laughs> he weeks. He had a
3: birthday. I forgot.
1: about Yeah,
2: that. we don't talk about that. I've had
1: thirty birthdays. I know. Yeah. I'm
2: the bad wife that didn't do anything
1: how's it feel being old i'm the good husband who threw you a birthday party
2: oh great
3: are we gonna have another fight no we're gonna have our first one can
2: we not have a fight i'm the wife that let you do something that we're gonna talk about in the podcast later
3: yes anyways we're gonna talk about that so alex (laughs) what have you been up to um man this is a hard question um i've seen a bunch of movies i go to the movies every week so uh i've seen a bunch of new movies one of which we'll talk about later what Um, was your
1: favorite movie that you've seen since we last talked about new movies. Since
3: we last talked about new movies, uh, probably Alien... Co- uh, uh, no, Colossal. I saw Colossal um, probably like two weeks after our our podcast, mm-hmm. and that was really good. I, I really liked that movie. It's um, Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, and it's like this weird sci-fi-ish movie, but it's really uh, like a, a human story. So well,
1: not the woman who controls the kaiju
3: monster. Yeah, she controls a kaiju that's in South Korea. I think South Korea. Um, but it's it's less about that and more about the human interactions in the movie. I I thought it was really good. Um, but that was probably my favorite. Cool. That I've seen. Um, I also started playing a, two new games. Well, one new game and one game that was new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, one game called Ukulele. Which is uh the Platronic? Platronic? Platonic. Platonic game, which is uh basically a bunch of people that used to work for um, Rare, Rare, that made Banjo Kazooie. They all got together and were like, "Hey, let's make a spiritual sequel to Banjo Kazooie." So it's basically Banjo Kazooie, what four? If Banjo- you count, if oh, you can't yeah. count nuts and bolts, it's <laughs> like the
1: proper Banjo Three.
3: Yeah, it's like the proper Banjo Three. Um. I had some issues with it at first, but overall it's literally just a, a copy of the Banjo-Kazooie formula. Just a nostalgia
0: trip kind
3: just, of thing? It's just a nostalgia, nostalgia trip. I wouldn't say it's a great game, um, but I think it's it's worthy of being called a, a, a sequel to that that's cool. serious it looks fun I'll, I'll probably pick that one up when it
0: goes on sale on steam or something yeah
3: i would be disappointed if i paid full price for it but i backed it on kickstarter for like 10 bucks oh nice so i can't be upset <laughs> yeah, about... I, did, I did the
1: kickstarter backing as well and i just haven't played it yet
3: yeah like it's a it's worth the ten dollars i'm not sure i would have paid anything more than like twenty for yeah, it.
0: yeah when i looked at the 40 dollar price tag i was like there's no way this game is worth 40 yeah that's crazy it's
3: it's <laughs> trying too hard to cash in on just nostalgia um, that it misses the, the mark a few times when it tries to be unique and just doesn't work. Hmm. Like, um, one of the elements to it is that each world you're in, once you go there and play in there long enough, you can jump out and instead of Jiggies, it's Pages. If you have enough Pages, you can expand the world. Mm-hmm. And my problem is I like that element. Once I finished the first world, every world I got to after that, I had enough pages to immediately expand the Oh, world. did
0: you like fully complete world 1 and then you were just fine? Right, okay. exactly.
3: And I had I had a huge like I wish it was designed so you go to world 1 and then you have to go to world 2 to get enough pages to make world 1 big one so expand, you so yeah. you kind of have to like Almost play through the game, and then backtrack, and then do it again. Not enough yeah. like needing to unlock a power to unlock a specific right. like section of it's, the world. Yeah. sort of yeah. interesting. Did you play
0: Banjo-Tooie? I did. Yeah, so Banjo-Tooie, I felt like I always had enough jiggies to do everything I needed, but the game also had like weird puzzles and stuff that went backwards
3: in worlds. Yep, yeah, they had and a lot of interconnected worlds.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, that stuff was super awesome, I in my that. opinion. Yeah. Um, so is that kind of more what you're talking That's about? That's what I, I wish it. this okay.
3: game was, but this game... Wasn't. And, like, I try to rationalize that and say maybe this is intended for kids and this is supposed to be like. What Banjo Kazooie was for our generation, and maybe they're gearing this towards kids, and they want it to be easy. I was surprised
0: to hear that, like people found the cross-world stuff like too confusing in Banjo tooie Like it people it had slot. major complaint complaints about the, some of that stuff.
1: My biggest complaint with Banjo tooie back on the N sixty four was the amount of slowdown, and it was just like it was a hard game as far as I was concerned. It was a lot more. They tried a lot more stuff with it. Like there was yeah. a first person shooter section. Yeah, there, was. there was the um the flying boss was incredibly difficult in that one the aerial battle against oh, yeah. um, I think yeah. his name was Mr. Patches. I loved those fights though. Like They I, were fun, but they were they were incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. At least they were back then. Yeah. I I've played them since then on the Xbox uh, live arcade versions and they they fixed the frame rate and it's just it controls oh. a little bit easier cuz you've got like the dual stick stuff. That's a nice quality. So fight. it was really yeah. it was that was a better experience for me for Banjo-Kazooie. Yep. I could never finish banjo Tui when I was younger because of those issues. Hmm. I also got real. I got stuck in the. Um the fire ice lava
0: world. Yeah, that world when I was, was younger. Like, kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it's better now. Like I think that was before I because when I played Banjo one Banjo oney, um, I could do the thing where I would like go to one world and like I would one hundred percent complete that world, get out, yeah. move to the next one, do the same thing. And so the concept of I think you're right. So the concept of like going back between the worlds, it didn't like it wasn't too difficult for me, but I was I didn't want to backtrack. I feel Out. like
0: the Fire and Ice world that you're talking about was also the peak of that in Banjo-Tooie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that's where all of that stuff culminated. Yeah, you that's right. all the way back to like the first level in that game. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's still a great game. I love the Banjo-Kazooie games. They're oh, one yeah. of my favorite series. Banjo 1 is like a one of like a, a perfect game for me. I agree. Yeah.
3: I I think that if you like the banjo kazooie games you'll like ukulele. Nice. Um the only
1: my only issue with it is um in banjo kazooie the only way I would move around is Talon trot and in this one I know that you have like a an energy meter for the talent trot style move. Yep. So that I don't know how I'm going to enjoy that, but I'm sure it'll be fine.
3: I'm never really tempted to travel that way. I I found that I travel you know how like in ocarina of time you always roll to travel yep that's what i've been doing a lot in um okay. ukulele
1: in ocarina i would roll or i would side jump
3: yeah i i'm all about the rolls. you know speedrunners do the side jump <laughs> yeah. if, so you basically you're saying you're you're with the top of the I'm, I'm an elitist never that fancy <laughs> uh, um but yeah ukulele the other game that i picked up was like two dollars on steam so i picked it up and i've been playing it it's a game called murdered murdered soul suspect which is a, like, mystery game uh, that takes place in Salem, Massachusetts. I don't know how old it is, but I picked it up because it was on sale. Well, Salem and, was
1: founded in the 1600s. Oh, dear so. God.
3: Um, but it's fun. You, you play, like, a detective that gets killed in the very first scene of the game, and then you're his spirit trying to solve his murder. And it's basically very similar to Heavy Rain in the fact that you, like, have to inspect clues at crime scenes and figure out what happened. And then go along and it it's just a mystery, like, puzzle y game. Almost like a point and click adventure type. Yeah, style. it's basically cool. like a three D point and click adventure. Cool. Which and it's been fun. It's definitely worth the two dollars I paid for it. I wouldn't have paid full price for it, but it's been worth worth my time. More.
0: Yeah, and some of those I I don't love like the really So point-and-click adventure games, I find, kind of fall into two categories. One is story-driven ones, where the puzzles are more like just gates to kind of slow the story down a little bit so okay. that you don't feel like you burn through it too quick mm-hmm. and then the other is all about the puzzles and it's like you have to combine obscure items you have with to the, get a piece of string within yeah. the first five
1: minutes and if you don't otherwise you combine you have to, like, that with go a piece of the, gum yeah and yeah, you're yeah, yeah.
0: so like those that category i don't particularly love but i like the ones that are more just slow gateways through kind of simple puzzles to get through a story so like yeah yeah so some of my favorites are um, from uh, what is it called Pajama. Telltale Games Pajama yep. Sam. like that kind of stuff is awesome <laughs> I did enjoy Pajama Sam when I was a kid um, but and I remember very fondly playing through um, Indiana Jones Fate of Atlantis I think is what it was called that, with my father it that's was a like LucasArts Lucas game right yeah yep and that game that game was um, much more like story type stuff hmm. uh, with a few tricky puzzles here and there but cool
1: that's fun um so brian what have you been up to in your life
0: um so, since the last time you were on the
1: podcast <laughs> with us
0: well uh having not been on the podcast <laughs> I, I don't know generally um as far as like my nerd interests go i'm more of a game and board game guy i know a lot less about movies but i do enjoy watching them um i saw guardians 2 so i'll look forward to talking about that in a minute i think yes uh, <laughs> is one of the goals here um yeah uh, so that's fun Uh, as far as games go pretty much my obsession has been uh dark souls 3 to be honest the the dlc came out and i burned through that and then i played through new game plus and then i helped people get through new game plus (laughs) uh through the co-op mechanics so that's been a lot of fun Uh, And I've had a hard time playing other action games because all of them feel kind of dumb compared to Dark Souls in my opinion. (laughs) What do you mean by dumb? Like too slow or too fast? I guess I just mean less thoughtful than Dark Souls. And not like... I'm not really talking about story or lore or anything, although the lore for Dark Souls is a lot of fun in its own way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would not call it a story. Um, But uh, mechanically, a lot of the action games out there are either button mash fests where it's just you hit like buttons to hear cool spec or to see like cool spectacle stuff mm-hmm. like yeah God of War kind of fits in that category but it's more like Dynasty Warriors type stuff Have oh, you ever played okay. any of those games yep, that, yeah. or like Hyrule Warriors and like some of that stuff's fun like on a popcorn level but those games just are not very thoughtful about the way they're put together mm-hmm. um, and then the other side of the coin is like uh, games like Neo I picked up on the PS4 and that game, the the reaction speed at which you can push buttons is just a little too quick. So you're like, you're just a little too effective. And so the game is never really challenging um, versus Dark Souls. Like when you push a button, you there's a delay. So you have to be very intentional when you're doing things. Um, so that's something that I just have not found in other action games. And like mm-hmm. the closest I can think of is like... Um, as far as like quick reactions or, or enjoyable games that have fast reactions is like Mega Man Zero, which is an old school game. But that game like was lightning quick reactions, but you always had perfect control of your character, which made yep. it so much fun. And so the levels were very thoughtful in the way they were la- laid out. The enemies were fun to kill um and a lot of action games just don't really hit that standard as far as i've tried i am looking forward to picking up hollow knight eventually because i've heard great stuff about that one
1: oh that's like the a 2d side-scrolling one right? yeah that's like a it's Metroid- a metroidvania yeah
0: yeah it's a metroidvania game that uh that looks quite awesome and the art style is incredible so
1: it's, like, a black and white. Not black and white, but it's
0: really yeah. dark and
1: like, almost like Limbo.
0: It looks almost like the same, like, color palette as Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's a little bit more, like, chibi art style than that. but And it's, uh, like, it's spooky-themed, too, yeah. right? Yep, it is. Cool. So, look forward to picking that up eventually. Picked up City Skylines, um, which I have not played yet, but it was on sale recently. So, that's on my list. And then board games uh, have been my other obsession. So... Yeah, cool. I don't know how much you want me to talk about those, but yeah. Well, you know. what, what's uh, the best board game you've been playing recently? Um, so best board game I've been playing recently is tough, because um, so there's a group of dudes at my work where we play random board games, and a lot of them are fillers just because of the nature of mm-hmm. trying to play them at work in between like lunches and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so I've tried a lot of different things recently. I am excited about. I recently bought uh, one of my favorite games. Uh, like a deluxe edition, and that's Takedo, um, if anyone knows it. So that's exciting. And I'm getting pretty hype about Legend of the Five Rings, which is getting a living card game version in fourth quarter this year. I that's think That's like an old um, TCG, it's a, right? It's a 90s CCG. CCG like, yeah. So the design, the original design was kind of clunky, like all of the 90s CCGs, <laughs> with the exception of Magic, maybe. But even Magic's pretty clunky. Magic's Some people been refined
1: would say, a lot over the years. Yeah,
0: it's grown a lot. But, um, yeah, so L5R is getting a remake because it was bought by uh, another company, Fantasy Flight Games. Fantasy um, Flight puts out great stuff. Yeah, mostly, yes. And so I like their Star Wars uh, the miniatures game from them, from them. Mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, so it's following sort of a same pattern where, like, you can buy just the sets that are relevant to your play style, which is oh, exciting cool. compared to a CCG where you have to, like, just buy random packs and hope that CCG is collectible card game for those who don't follow the nerd culture I guess <laughs> and uh the new one is an LCG which means living card game but really all it means is just that like expansion packs are planned and you know and exactly set, what you're yeah. getting yeah which is yeah. great
4: so
3: very cool that's exciting so yeah. so Dwight what have you been up to <laughs> I've been um
0: pretty
1: boring recently uh um yeah so what I've been doing recently uh, been doing a couple of things. The first big one that I've done is um I picked up Destiny again and they just had a relatively large update, um about a month ago, where um Destiny two is coming out in September. So they um Destiny one is now basically in its kind of throws, it's last hurrah. So they've released a uh legacy I don't know what's it called I think it leg-, leg legends update or something like that. Um, like and something it, to encourage players to come back to more the game or less for yeah like, it, it's gotta... like the a big send off for everything and they're celebrating like their legacy of uh, all the expansions that they've had they revamped all their raids they revamped some end game content and stuff like that and one of the things they released was this thing called book of legends uh, and if you did certain achievements within the game and if you got the book uh, maxed out then you could uh, get a uh, a t-shirt uh, that's a limited edition type thing and I, I managed to get that so I'm pretty happy about that you look like you want to say something.
2: No, I just, you know.
1: She's going to say,
0: nerd. I was.
2: So now I don't have to say it because Alex said it, not me. Oh,
0: one of the games I forgot to mention that uh, kind of Tiffany brought up was um, a buddy of mine's going into the hospital, and he recently picked up Fantasy Life for the 3DS. Yeah. And Tiffany and I were nerding out about that before the podcast. Love Fantasy Life. It's such a great game. Uh, if anybody has the desire to play a casual zelda-esque game with great progression uh, i would highly recommend it that's on the 3ds correct correct uh, exactly.
3: tiffany talked about that on the podcast before she has i
2: did when i was i think i was when i picked it back up for the second time so yeah because you, you had played it
3: once and i had then you played had it once it and again. kind of
2: stopped and, and went through other things and then picked it up again and that now, was
3: back when we were still recording at your work i know oh my god that was forever ago
2: So now I'm probably at that point where I need to pick it up again.
1: (laughs) I've also um, been... We
0: definitely are going to play online. Oh, nice. (laughs) I've also
1: been re-getting into um, some classic games. Um, Specifically, I've been been picking up some old Super Nintendo games that I played when I was younger and I haven't really had a chance to play recently. I got um, Super Mario RPG. I got uh, Lufia 2 for the Super Nintendo. And I picked up uh, Breath of Fire 1, which I haven't played before and I'm really excited to to grab the, uh, jump into that. I'll be curious to see what you think of it. Yeah, it's been a while since I played any old school RPGs, and I kind of want to just like sink back into a couple of them, just because they were so much fun. And it's something uh, until like I said, Destiny Two comes out, and um, there's a new Mario versus Capcom game that's coming out at some point. I want to focus on my backlog until those new big ones come mm-hmm. out that I think are going to take up a bunch of my time. Mm-hmm. So
3: I have very fond memories of Super Mario RPG because i'd never played it i just watched brian play it when i was a kid when yeah. i had it yet yeah, brian was the one who had that one so yeah. I, I used to borrow We talked about
0: it briefly like i picked it out of nintendo power and uh pointed it out to my mom somewhere around christmas or my birthday and my grandmother bought it for me um and you and i were talking because you were doing like some sales like flea market type shopping to mm-hmm. try and find good deals on some yeah. of the older games and uh i think the price of it has like quadrupled since it was like brand new it
1: is pretty insane (laughs) um i i think that it's complete in box it's like 200 bucks and out of box i want to say it's like 60 to 75 Mm -hmm. so it's not that sounds right yeah yeah which is just crazy fortunately i still have the box and manual nice so yeah you are 100 percent in the best position for that i wish i had kept super that pretty, game has been played to boxes. death though i'm oh, sure so that good. the
0: color on the cartridge is faded oh i
1: wouldn't be surprised but all the games that i've for some reason all the ones that i like super remember fondly were the ones that i never owned and i always played at your house it's funny i remember them the
0: opposite where like i remember final fantasy 3 very well and mega man x very well and like stuff like that
1: shadow run i want to play through shadow run again i feel like i would appreciate that game so much more now that i'm older and can understand a complex rpg system like that (laughs) that's not just running around trying to shoot things that That game was bizarre to try and
0: absorb as a kid but Mm -hmm. like after looking at it and after hearing like the de- developers talk about it, because I don't know if you know this, but Shadowrun got another release on PC that was a Kickstarter. Um, and oh, I had backed no. that years ago. It came out and it was. It wasn't a the first person shooter well-made. that they did, right? No, no, it was like a. Th- uh, isometric like strategy game cool. that was RPG mechanics turn based. That's that awesome. Stuff. Yeah. It was great. And after playing that I was like holy crap like that SNES game nailed it like with the Which way is impressive. this works. Yeah. Which was like yeah. I mean I, growing up I didn't know that Shadowrun was an RPG system. Yeah. So me <laughs> it just
1: caught me when I found that out it caught me off guard. I was like whoa this thing that I thought was like a like a obscure property that no one else knew about is actually relatively popular and you know, more mainstream than I figured. Not even main, you know, not mainstream, but right, right. It's I, based enough on to something. get an SNES game, exactly, I guess. which yeah. is pretty sweet. So, anyways, okay, let's move on to uh, something that we've all seen and we can all talk about. Um, recently, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two came out. And Never heard of it. Really? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, it was your number one pick. Yeah, it got no. you 145 no. million dollars.
4: No, sorry, no. I screamed. No. That. It's okay.
0: Wait, no. real dollars or like? Yes.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, we are rich now. M- um, Monopoly dollars. All of
0: you guys get out of our house and. Oh, you're talking fantasy draft dollars. Yeah,
1: we're talking. I think Judd is using movie bucks is is oh i like that bucks? yeah that's his, i like
2: movie bucks
0: because not it, like polka dollars or bells <laughs> or uh gil
1: i I'd prefer yeah, to call gil, it
3: space bucks
0: space bucks. bucks is pretty good
1: can
3: we just call it space bucks that's, no offense a, that's to at least
0: in
1: like cinema history <laughs> no like because <laughs> no, he thought it would be easier to be able to like just like round up and have it be like 145 as opposed to like one million seven hundred thousand
3: four hundred and twelve dollars oh. <laughs> 145 space bucks I like I... Space Bucks. I vote Space Bucks. All right. I he, like
2: movie bucks, so uh Dwight?
1: Uh I'm impartial. I'm I am the overseer, so I am
3: not here Go to
2: fun Honestly, nights. I don't care either way, so
1: it's Judd's <laughs> spreadsheet, it'll be whatever he
3: wants. This yep. is a this is a really good argument. We should keep this in the podcast. Yeah. We're definitely going to. <laughs> no, I don't no, cut no, out no. very much. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people hate us. Probably Do it's they a, though? everyone hates us didn't Aww. you know we have a million have people like, who listen to this podcast we have like three re- listeners and they that's all not true. And hate us and one of them's in this room and they all hate us he's on the podcast right yeah. now brian o- doesn't listen only to one us. of the people not on the podcast listens to us are we talking about bonnie <laughs> i i listen but to Bonnie's you guys totally while i
0: my dishes she doesn't do it once that's awesome
2: once and she was so horrified by the both of you
1: oh <gasps> i find that hard to believe because I'm much more tame than Alex, just in general. And Alex is a, and Bonnie's <laughs> Alex's best Shut your friend. mouth.
0: Anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Guardians yeah. of the
4: Galaxy. Oh,
1: that's my job to keep people on track. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you do Brian's it. Brian's a very good oh, Wait, let me get us back DM. off track for a second. Okay, anyways, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, everyone here has seen it, right? I've seen it yes. twice. Oh, well. I've seen it that's once. That's too good. That's too bad. I've only seen it once. So me and Brian are just as good as you. I together. Yes, you did. I did. What did you guys think of it? I saw it twice.
0: <laughs> I was very neutral.
1: Really? Yeah. I think that's probably the most extreme opinion I've heard of it, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've heard anyone who didn't like it. And neutral to me is as not liking it as, huh. as you can get. I not. I'll, I'll let, you get,
3: it. <laughs> let, let you get to it. One of my coworkers that listens to the podcast hated it. Why? Like, with a burning passion, said it was one of the worst... Marvel movies, because so. it Why? didn't have a plot. It, was it because
1: it didn't have a big space laser that shot up into the end of the uh, of the movie and uh, was
3: just dumb? Uh, it was because it didn't have a plot, as Brian well, said. I disagree. Well, I, it was more of a character movie. I, yeah. Well, that's 100%. what I was just going to say. Characters.
2: I can understand that, because literally the, that movie could have been about anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. And it wasn't about the plot. It was about the weird not weird. It was It was weird that it was about character development. Like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, oh, they're, like, setting things up and, like, you know, giving these people arcs. Like, Rocket and Raccoon and like had that. an arc. Yeah. Depth I, to Rocket Raccoon.
0: Yeah, that was... I think I Rocket think the, had, like, the most I, emotional like, arc. Yeah. Really? I disagree. I think the most emotional and the best character art arc was easily Yandu's okay, which is
1: well, frustrating yeah, well, yeah. He's yondu yeah not
0: even in the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> well because yondu and
1: rocket's stories were so intertwined yeah, were, that's yeah. why I, I think that sure yeah
0: i follow you
2: i like i like that yeah they kind of had this like understanding of each other where they realized how similar they were and like okay and and if know,
1: rocket continued on yondu's path then he was going to end up like yondu and yep, yondu yep. ended in a a pretty good place but he still ended we're gonna spoil this whole thing because it's been out for like three weeks at this point if you haven't seen it then deal with it two weeks three weeks if you didn't see it opening
2: weekend don't talk to me well you already got your money i know i got my money (laughs) um but i liked i i liked that it was character developy.
3: yeah that that was the reason i think i liked it so much i i loved the character development i thought that yeah there were a few points where the jokes seemed a little too forced Mm -hmm. and i like the opening credit scene sequence i loved until it went on too long like i thought it was just a little too long i thought it was really cute and funny Mm -hmm. for the first like maybe like 30 seconds but then it went too long but
0: see that's kind of how i felt about almost every single one of the action sequences in that movie like in particular some of the action sequences i was like you could have just cut that out and just like saved yourself so much trouble and time like the rocket scene where he's in the woods alone was stupid like it could have just been rolled in if you want to make rocket look like you know like, like a badass like a badass yeah uh, then you could have just done it during the Yondu fight at the end when he's on which the he ship, <laughs> which he yeah. did. And they could have just extended that because it was more plot relevant and it was mm-hmm. more interesting than like just random forest fight. And also the the fight at the end with Gamora and Nebula, like that fight was Dumb in my opinion. See, I like that. Like, I like that because it came it, it out, it set out, out of nowhere. Up, it was just like, you're "Why about are Nebula we doing this?" Ship, yeah, or? it was just like, "Yeah,
2: that was a little weird." Yeah, I, 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 yeah, but I, I ha- do like where that ended up and their relationship kind of ended up.
3: Yeah, I like, I, to, I, I, like I, where it. Oh, sorry, yeah, I was just saying, yeah,
1: I, I, I like that it, it it forced those two characters to come together in those type of terms where they were on equal footing and they were able to fight it out again. And it felt like it didn't, it didn't feel like a forced way to do that type of exposition. I could see if people think that, but like when like getting the, um, why didn't you let me, uh, why didn't you let, why didn't you let me win at least once? Like through that type of fight, I thought that was good. And then that set up when Nebula finally does win later.
0: We'll see. The thing about that is the, the relevance and the weight of that fight scene mm-hmm. came after they got through all the bs that oh, came with, the with like the everything. ship and the gun for no reason and all that mm-hmm. stuff so when they were fighting fist to fist that's when it's interesting and it gives it weight so they could have just done that and like not had to go with all the crazy spectacle that just didn't matter like yeah it just came out of nowhere and it was it just was like they wasted so much time on stuff like that, and it was like, you could get to the character stuff way faster, have it be more relevant, and have it be more weighted, and like, not that I hated the movie. I know I'm coming across that way. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it plenty, and I liked that they fo- did focus on character development, but there was so many moments where it was just like, you don't need this. Like, them literally playing catch, like,
4: between. That was the worst <laughs> part of the movie. Seriously. I agree. It's
1: like the The second act really started to drag for me, and it was once Nebula showed up that it picked up again because that was right before um ego basically collapsed mm-hmm. um but the the whole sequence of like Peter bonding with his father over the the glowy power yeah. was just cheesy and yes. not um deftly handled
2: I don't know maybe it's my love of um uh, oh Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. I'm like, we well, can't even think of that movie right now. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's Kevin Costner and whatever, but like that. No, it's is it? Yeah.
1: Kevin Costner's in that, but this was um, Kurt, Russell. Kurt Russell. No, no, no. I know.
2: What I'm just talking about. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just yeah, making yeah. sure I'm referring to the right baseball movie because there's so many. Um, there's
1: no crying in. Well, if you build it, they own. will come. <laughs>
2: there's no crying. If you build, I just sounded so stupid. Like I've never seen a sports movie in my life, and I've seen both of those movies so many times. <laughs> um but I like I'm always <laughs> a sucker for like parent child dynamics stuff. Or- I, I yeah. like that and My, but I I I think that storyline for me was the one that was most like ugh, okay can we just well yeah get I to mean, the end sequence that end one fight in here. particular
0: was drawn out just because of the the nature of the way the film was paced too mm-hmm. where like you already knew he was his dad from like well, second like one like up. frame one of yeah. the movie you're like oh he's his dad and like then it takes like. 90 minutes to reveal that he's actually his dad and then it's like no, then it as doesn't. soon as he, that he happens as soon as he's there but like it takes so long lands, to get into baller. all that stuff and you don't even have like a villain you don't have a purpose or a plot or a goal for the characters mm-hmm. until like the third act and it was like I guess that is kind of one of my. This is really frustrating to me for that I, reason. I guess that's one of my
1: issues with just kind of certain movies in general recently is the whole like hidden villain thing that they've been doing. Where well, this one they did have two villains because they had Ego eventually, but they also had the um, uh, what was the name of the golden oh, people? Aisha yeah, and, and yeah, the yeah. the golden peoples who I think had I think it's called? some
2: of the best makeup and the best. yes yeah. yeah. their, their whole design. Oh my god, that was I almost forgot about that because yeah. it was it seemed like it was such a. I feel I wish that because they a, disappear for half the well, movie. Well, I wish that, that was right. a bigger part of this movie because they they were so cool mm-hmm. and and I don't know the actress that played uh Aisha but she was phenomenal
0: i know she's like 28 years old yeah she was yeah make awesome. them the focus who yeah. cares about ego yep i he was, agree he was such a boring dude and his I effects agree. were boring like like the, oh, you mean like you're a giant living planet the... so you can just make little tendrils not even that i mean the planet itself was cool it was beautiful but i mean the little seeds and stuff like uh, it wasn't even cool to see them like go off it was like oh it's like
3: black goo it was like blue glue. The blue best goo. part was when uh, he turned into a skeleton at the end. Yeah, I know you love your skeleton. I love skeletons. Uh, yeah, well, the part where he rebuilds himself
1: is <laughs> yeah, so cool. It was cool. My favorite part of, of ego was when they um was when Yondu and
0: Rocket arrive and like they're flying into the planet
1: and, and you see the face. You finally see I the was face. So happy yeah. that the
0: the planet had a face. Yeah, but other than
2: that, eh.
0: Maybe maybe eh. that's why I didn't. I don't have any connection to the comics, so mm-hmm. like seeing him was just like. This is I don't. Care. He was like...
1: sufficiently Kirby-esque, which is like ha- like the interior of him was like a fantastical design, which was great. I'm happy that the Marvel movies have been go embracing that like outrageous element recently with Doctor Strange and now mm-hmm. this. They're they're going back to their '60s '70s um, comic roots with like the visual design, and it's really helping. I think. Hmm.
4: Oh no, uh,
2: yeah, I was just gonna say I like it. I like it it feels it feels more cohesive mm-hmm. as opposed to them just being like we're gonna make these movies with superheroes we're gonna do we're gonna call this uh we're gonna call this something that's related to the comics but it's not gonna have anything to yeah. actually do with the comics and it's gonna be our own thing but it, now it feels like they're kind of drawing more from that source material mm-hmm. and actually making it an actual universe yeah at and least I, that's what it feels like today. and i have a
1: soft spot for ego because he was originally a thor villain so yeah blah oh. blah blah okay like, I mean, it makes sense. Thor flies through the. There was a point where Thor was just like, "What I'm going to do this week is just fly through outer space and see what I find." And he mm-hmm. found a giant planet, and he landed on it, and it was very similar
0: to how the design in the movie was. So cool. I liked that. I liked Mantis a lot as a as she was like cool. a, a device almost. Like she wasn't really a character, but she was like a nice little like device to open the relationships between the Guardians of the Galaxies mm-hmm. almost, mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting, and she made a, a nice kind of like innocent slash straight man to Drax's like. I was gonna say yeah. I liked their interactions, which were a fun. Lot. Yeah, his interactions with her in particular were the best. His interactions with almost every other character were like. Oh, yeah, I see,
4: don't I, care. Uh,
3: personally, I thought Drax was the best part of the movie. Really, but I okay. thought he was my. Th- I thought he, he was, was a favorite. little. They pushed him a little. They too dialed far him. With his humor. They dialed him up way but too much. He was very funny. I I don't think he was any more dialed up than he was in the first movie. I think he was just more present. No, I think he was but, dialed up more because
1: in the first one he had like a goal. He was like, "I want to kill Ronan," and he was all grumpy and mad about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At no point in this was he like the brooding Drax. He was always the I said something funny and blah, blah, blah. and he never had like the. Misunderstanding jokes, like the if something went over my head, I would catch it. I right, had right, reflexes. Right. They were all observational stuff. Like it was all him talking to people specifically, like making a joke. He was trying to be funny in this. Yeah. One.
2: See, and that's why I think I would say he. Not, I wouldn't even say he was my least favorite because I still like him. But that was like my thing that stuck out the most. Some some of that humor seemed mm-hmm. like I think you said that before, Dwight. It was just very forced. Very like oh the first movie was hilarious people loved it and we're gonna like I think really... Alex said the movie the uh, yeah course. I don't remember yeah. it was one of you I don't know Aren't I think you guys honestly the
3: same person? <laughs> um ouch I think honestly my f- least favorite part of the movie was actually uh, Star Lord yeah like, me I thought too. He, yeah it I'm it with the you most he was he was absolutely nothing in this yep. movie he was barely present um like the movie seemed to focus on everyone else mm-hmm. and. Everything he, Star-Lord did and every time he was on the screen, I was just like, get him off. Put me back with Rocket and Yondu. Like, get me anywhere but here. But yeah. maybe
2: that was the point I wanted of it. to be
3: with Rocket and Yondu. When, when they gave
1: um, Star-Lord, like, superpowers... I got really nervous. Yeah. Oh yeah. To, to the point where I was like, oh, cuz he basically he got the power of more or less a god, a celestial. Yep. And when he as soon as that happened, I was like, oh crap, this is Infinity War. He's going to be like side by side with Thor like throwing energy balls and, and stuff. And so I'm really happy that once again spoilers, they managed to like give that to him and then take it away by the end of the movie. Like I'm happy that they reset where he was.
3: Yeah, I think well- Oh, um, no,
2: I am just going to say go. he chose to give it up. Well, yeah, and Which that was a good the, character yeah. moment. That was, yeah. e- that
3: was easily his best character yep. moment in yep. the yep. old... I'm going to go with only character moment <laughs> in the yeah. whole movie. Like, when he finally decides that he doesn't want to be a well, guy. When he snaps. With his dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, it was
2: clo- I mean, it was closure to that whole...
3: But the su- thing with his su- mom, su- you know, and that, just immediately yeah. shoots him and, and oh, stuff. That was cool. That was cool, but I don't know. Star-Lord didn't do it for me, this movie.
2: But he's so handsome.
3: You know who didn't super do it
1: for me, and I'm happy he wasn't overused. Was uh, Baby Groot? Like Baby Groot was yeah. fine. Yep. But he wasn't like I, I liked I liked Big Groot better. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think I did too.
2: <laughs> I like teenage Groot.
0: Big Thorny yeah, Groot. Yeah, that was funny in the end.
3: <laughs> I like that Groot was completely different than he was in the first movie. Like that's okay. the, that's the most credit I can give them. Like mm-hmm. I liked that instead of just. Taking something that they knew everyone liked, like they knew yeah. they they liked yeah. everyone liked that Rocket was grumpy, so let's make him more grumpy. Rocket everyone liked that. Big everyone liked that movie. Drax was funny, so let's make him more funny. Groot, they were like, okay, we're since he's completely different now, let's go a completely different direction with him. So they did, and I thought it was it was good. Every time he was on screen, I didn't roll my eyes, which is what I was expecting <laughs> from all of the trailers and and like. Pre-movie stuff that I saw, yeah. But I, really I was pleasantly surprised with what they. But did
1: all the trailers them. and pre-movie stuff that you saw was more or less all that Groot did, except <laughs> for the one sequence yeah. where he was getting stuff.
3: Um. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I Try to avoid trailers at this point, so I didn't see as mm-hmm. much as you probably think I saw. But the only thing I, the only thing though, though. I saw was the the button push. That's mm-hmm. all I saw in mm. the like trailer stuff.
0: I, I guess
3: overall, like I said, I enjoyed
0: the movie just fine. It just wasn't super exciting. I liked Guardians 1 better. Okay. Um, like, pretty easily I liked Guardians 1 better. But also, this movie, I almost just wish... I forget the name of the faction now. The Mercenaries. The Reavers. The ra- Ravager. Reavers? Ravagers? Ravagers? Ravagers. Ravagers, I think it is. I wish it was
1: Revers just... Is Firefly. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I wish it was just a Reavers movie, because... If you, just avager, cut, <laughs> you wish the Reavers from oh, Firefly Ravagers, was in there? There's no Reavers. <laughs> <Ravagers, Ravagers, Ravagers. laughs> I wish it was the Mercenaries, the Ravagers yes. movie. Because uh, if they just cut out all of the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, with maybe the exception of Rocket interacting with the, uh, the Ravagers it would have been a better movie. Like, more Sylvester Stallone. More yeah! of the gold people interacting on the that Sovereign. cool planet, the Sovereign. More of that awesome bar with all the cool character design and the weird aliens. Just all that stuff was all the cool stuff of that movie. And that stuff was awesome.
1: Yeah, the first movie had a lot of that when they went to the um, the Head Nowhere, yes. I think it was called. Yes. And, like, they went into the bar stuff, and, like, you yeah. got, a, like, a taste of the galaxy that they were saving as opposed to just one ego planet. This movie, it was a character movie, and it ha- it did one of the things that I don't like in movies, and it, it felt small. Um, there was, like, because it just felt, like, very contained, which is fine for some things, but it's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I want to see the yeah. galaxy.
3: Yeah, I, I definitely... It was still very good. I definitely agree with Brian that the, that the first one's better, but I still think that this is, like, a top ten Marvel movie. I... Uh, in in my opinion, yeah, it's I'm probably it's probably number ten, but it's still top yeah. ten. It's still a, a good movie and a really good installment.
2: I liked it better than just Civil like, War. It might actually yeah. be
3: other in than Age of other than Winter Soldier. It might be my favorite second installment mm-hmm. of a Marvel movie. Um, I think. I think
0: part of that is I like being surprised by the Marvel movies in general. So, like, when when Iron Man was new, for example, that mm-hmm. was awesome because it was a whole new thing. And, like, Doctor Strange was the most recent example of that, in my opinion. I That's loved fair. the Doctor Strange movie because it was all new stuff. New Same. characters, everything. That's and why Guardians 1 works one so well. Had, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. So, I'm totally with you there. But awesome. I am it, for- I, I liked this i th- i don't know
1: where this one fits in for me because i think i like it better than the first one because it's more it is more character driven and i like that it did um it didn't follow the standard marvel formula in the sense of like it's been two years in real time so it's been two years in the thing it was like they told their own story and they told their own they did their own thing with it which is Nice. There was no Infinity Stones in this one. It wasn't trying to tie itself into any larger
0: MCU outside of a post-credit sequence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I liked that. Well, some kind of on that topic, but a little off. Uh, I loved what they did with um, with uh, Stan Lee because they make all of his that cameos start to like be oh, yeah. in canon almost, yep. where it's like, oh, he's like. The in same there. person. yeah 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 that, that was, was really funny quite clever it, it was, was a good use of the watchers to too. yeah
3: that was a good wink at like the audience because that's been a fan theory forever oh that, has it been well it's been a fan theory <laughs> that he is a watcher Interesting. so so it was a cool wink at like hey we hear you he's here's what he's doing i had never heard that but that's awesome oh yeah
4: <laughs>
1: Hey, people thought he was going to end up being a Watu.
3: Yeah, people thought he was a Watu, who's um, like the Watcher. It's, it's oh, the Watcher oh, who the like watcher falls Earth. in love with Earth, yes. with
0: Earth, Earth, with Earth. <laughs> okay, gotcha.
3: Yeah, so I I actually really liked all the post credit sequences. Um, yeah, everyone was complaining that there was five,
1: but going into it, I was like, it's a James Gunn movie. There are going to be half of them are going to be tongue in cheek. Of the original Guardians, there was I think th- at least three post credit sequences, maybe two but yeah, no, yeah. Uh, there, there, there was, was a, two there was two but they were both jokes yep and that's what four of the five for this one were were just jokes Yep. Which yeah. is awesome
2: the credits in general were really good i know i'm like we're we're kind of harping on this but i love the credits where they just had people dancing <laughs> like <laughs> oh, yeah. just clearly it was like outtakes and they were like here yeah. dance to the song and, and it, it said, and said I, I am Gruden, and then replaced yeah. people's name it, yeah. cool. it was a really cute cute credits uh, credit sequence Yeah.
3: I also, one thing I do want to say that I liked about this movie more than the first movie was I thought the soundtrack was better integrated into this movie than the first one. The first one I think had better songs that I liked more, but this one I felt like every time there was a song used, it matched the sequence, like, really well and was actually, in in a lot of cases, like, relevant to what was happening on screen. Oh you mean
0: mm-hmm. how like um country road is the main <laughs> plot point of Alien Covenant
3: <laughs> Yes exactly. Yes, that's exactly what I mean, Brian.
2: That is the worst trailer
1: Segway. Oh. Segway into what? We're not gonna talk about <laughs> Alien. We're not trailer... gonna
0: talk about how the trailer for Alien Covenant is the worst trailer. But ever. like the thing we is, can the, the thing about
2: that is like I feel like the people who cut that trailer saw all these other trailers come out you know, the the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, or the Johnny Cash, Cash song. song. Uh, what was the other movie that came out? Oh, the Transformers. Do had...
1: you realize? Yeah.
2: And then they were like, because they had already released the Alien Covenant trailer. And then they're like, oh, guys, you know what we could do? We could recut this same... They didn't even... It was
0: the same it. trailer. It was the same
2: trailer, <laughs> which is Country Road. And I'm like, this is garbage. Yep. If that was your first trailer, <laughs> that would make sense. You know... Don't... Do what... I just want to know what the marketing for that what, that, what that meeting was like. Like, guys, we need to do this right now.
0: I heard an awesome theory about this, uh, and it all started with Gears A of War fan cut. I'm sorry. Oh, the Gears of War. The um,
4: uh,
0: <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. The the. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So Gears of War. Oh sorry, Alex, <laughs> so am I cutting you off?
3: More like Gears of Garbage. <laughs> no. Everything's
0: garbage for you. Gears of War is Gears fun. of War is crap. No, it's not Gears a great a fun it's game. It's not a great game, but the it was fun for a fun. little while. Yeah. They're so fun. But Gears of War, the original trailer for Gears of War was like the progenitor of the new trailer style. Yes. It was it like was, the Donnie Darko song. Yes, right? it was Mad World. It was That's like the yeah. gritty version of Mad World put to like slow, sad trailer. And that ever since then, they've remixed like all kinds of songs not remixes maybe isn't the right word but every single classic song has been now used for uh like a a gritty version of it um <laughs> so like a gritty, can we get into i know this podcast? Right?
2: we're eating peanut butter
4: M's.
0: <laughs> so like a gritty version oh, of classic songs over your Movie or gameplay or mm-hmm. anything has now become like the standard way to sell your stuff, and every single time I see it, it's the, obnoxious as heck.
1: The Resident Evil Seven did that too. Yeah, like with, with one that doesn't it, it, surprise it's, it's me. It's really at really all.
0: common at this point. I agree.
2: Sometimes it's really good though. Like I will say, like the, Pir- was good. the Pirates of the Caribbean trailer. Mm-hmm. Is really good. And it's works.
0: cheating. It's only yeah. good, good, because the music is good.
3: Yeah, I think you're all too jaded. I think it's. I think it's great, and I, I, I wish people would do I it like more it often. Too. I think Brian's the only one here is jaded. Yeah. People talk about how how much I hate everything. I think you're all insane.
1: <laughs> we don't talk about how much you hate everything. You talk about how much you hate. No, everything. No,
3: I'm pretty sure Judd mentioned it last week, and Scott did too. <laughs> Because you
0: hate everything.
3: I don't hate everything. Just most things. So, so being
0: the, I think you're the only person who's seen Alien coming in at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, is is it actually a plot point or no? Yes, it is in it is in the plot. <laughs> Country Road
1: is in the in the. It's like barely in it. It's okay. is it because okay. they
3: want to go home and do they just all listen to it and cry? No. If you if I must tell you, it's it's the distress signal that they hear. Oh,
1: okay. okay. that, on, that on draws L- them to the other planet. On so so LV, just whatever, whatever, whatever. Right, right.
3: Um, it's not an. I, Is it? It's not. It's not an LV. Uh, I I don't think it's an LV. Um, don't quote me on that. Okay.
2: So why was that not the first trailer? Like, if I it, if, if it had something to do with the movie. I feel like that would be even more of a reason to have that be your first trailer. Well, the Not people, just the use people it who after. cut the
1: trailer typically don't know anything about the actual film. Oh. They just get like a bunch of footage and they're told. make uh, well, no, I know, I, underst- a trailer I understand this. that. But, so maybe they didn't know it was a plot point. But
2: someone one. should have told these, you know, these people, True. going, "Hey, use this song, please. Thanks." Like that should have been in some some notes. I feel like that would be kinda- like the ones
1: that are like country road, those, those type of notes. Yeah, take me home. West Virginia. Alex hates when I make those types of jokes.
2: Going I don't really know that song.
3: So Dwight, Arcades. Segway. <laughs> how do you was, feel how do you feel about arcades? That was a
1: really, really clean segue. I'm very impressed <laughs> with that one, Alex. So, um Earlier, Tiffany alluded to the, something that we had also been doing. So, yeah, a it. joint. Yeah, a, a, a joint, <laughs> Dwight Tiffany joint. Dwight Tiffany
2: joint.
1: So, in. We're uh,
2: dropping a mixtape, guys. Yes.
1: <laughs> there is a local arcade um, around where we live called the Pinball Wizard. And unfortunately, um, through extenuating circumstances, from what I understand, it's closing down. Uh, Did they, they
0: get a uh, a gritty version of the song Pinball Wizard to advertise it? I wish they had. Sorry. I don't think they've ever done any sort of advertisements. <laughs> it, no. it, it sounded like a great place. I just never got to go. It so was I'm, awesome. I'm it, was, it, was it was it was great. It was it
1: was clearly run by people who loved and respected the genre. Every time I went in there, everything was like pristinely clean. If you had an issue with a machine, you could pull someone over and they would like pop open the glass yeah, and like fix stuff for you. Do you, you right remember that when
2: my ball got stuck? I think I was playing Star Wars pinball mm-hmm. and they like I'm like my ball got stuck and they came over and they like literally took the glass out and you like get to look inside a pinball machine
1: yeah the people who worked there knew their stuff which is like not which is pretty unusual for um arcades well, nowadays the,
2: the woman that
1: runs own, it, yeah.
2: owned owned it she had a uh repair she still does business on the side and she still does yeah yep. so she that was, so it was it's like a passion for her yeah. so
1: this is like a passion project type of thing and unfortunately um the people who um, own the building that they're in are, is raising the rent and they're not letting them basically uh, keep their lease that they had so they unfortunately had to close and uh but in doing so um it kind of helped the community in a certain way because they ended up selling off all of their old arcade m- cabinets and tiffany and i were were able to pick up a um empty okay. pac-man cabinet. let's tell
2: a story can i tell a story how amazing i am because i don't get enough um i don't get enough credit on this podcast sometimes so being the good amazing wonderful wife that i am I opened up my Facebook and I was and I saw it was a sponsored ad on Facebook and it was like Pinball Wizard selling all their stuff everything must go kind of thing and I called Dwight who didn't answer his phone of course typical um
1: why would I ha ha,
2: ha. but I said we need to go tonight they are selling their games did you see this there and you're like oh no i didn't see it. i'm like we need to go
1: we were supposed to record another episode of this podcast for you and tiffany said screw your fans screw the public we're going to pinball that's right Wizard. we were
2: supposed we were, we were going to do a, a, a guardians solo, of the galaxy podcast yeah
3: without me without i just want to make that clear well but, tiffany and i haven't done this so we've had
1: every other pairing of the two of us yeah. of like just us in pairs but except for I, me and i her. just
3: want to make it clear to the um the listeners that I'm here because of this this arcade unit. Um, yeah, we're sorry. I just want them to know that they're not missing out on me because of you guys. Yeah, because Alex hates everything. No, no, no everybody loves me. I assume everyone in hey, the world shh, loves me.
2: Don't interrupt me. But
3: my mom loves you. I don't, I don't get it.
2: Don't interrupt me. You guys are stop. Go. Stop it. But I said Dwight, we need to go. I don't like. I don't know if we're gonna make it. We need to go. And we like spent like what an hour and a half there, like walking around, mm-hmm. and it's just to. To go inside of an arcade, that's no longer an arcade, and like, I mean, all the games are there and every, the lights are on. But the but, lights
1: are on. It's not dark. It's not like lit by the but marquees. like, there's no, it's...
2: there's no sound of pinball, and there's no, there's no sound effects. There's no nothing. There's no. That sounds so sad. It, it
4: really
0: is, was. It was
2: the most, one of the most depressing things I've ever experienced. It was just, like. It was really sad. And, like, people were bringing their kids, and they're like, oh, we're going to go. And, like, the, I'm sure the kids had no idea. They're like, oh, "Those is an arcade. And they're like, why isn't everything on?
1: I think there were some people there who were there to go to the arcade. And like, they came in and it was like, oh, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was really was sad. Yeah. Um,
2: but we walked around, and we kind of did a couple loops. And I was so close, so close to, to buying the Tetris cabinet. And I'm like, I can't justify spending $600 on this, even though I really wanted it. But we walked around, and we're like, eh. And... We we did a loop and we were like, Okay, we'll we'll go back just in case we miss something and there in sitting in a corner is this just thing that's labelled Pac Man Cabinet, fifty dollars. And it's just it's beat to all hell
1: yeah it's a shell it's missing it's, the monitor it doesn't have a control panel the marquee's everything. gone
2: it's just complete it's just the wood frame
1: yep the sides have been painted black like all the original yellow is just painted
0: over and it's just yep. like a heartbreaking thing I to realized, look at i saw it on facebook i don't think i realized that it was 50 dollars. that's awesome it was, only, <laughs> it was but, really yeah. cheap
2: and like i know dwight dwight is i don't know if you have talked about it on the podcast but dwight's been like looking into like building a cabinet or, or or doing something and kind of doing i, I don't know if i'm talking homemade. about it
1: i i've ordered a raspberry pi yeah, yeah. i think i'm going to do a MAME machine at some point yeah um i've ordered like the joysticks and the buttons yeah. I, just, I literally just showed alex the setup that i have downstairs what's for a
3: MAME machine
1: a MAME machine is a type of emulation um it's sta- i forget what it stands for a is uh, m a arcade machine emulation i know that much um, and it's, so it's, a form of, uh, arcade the M, emulation. I bet the M is for mega. Mega. You're, mega you're, arcade. You're probably right. So it's, it's a form of, um, like I said, arcade emulation. You just like, you download all the ROMs for all the different arcade machines or games. Yep. And, um, the way that it, people do it is they put it on this machine called a Raspberry Pi, which is just basically like a small little motherboard that is really easily for, uh, easily customizable for programming. And so there's a bunch of scripts that you can download that will then run um, like a very bare bones OS that launches Mm -hmm. MAME and you get a, um, I think it's called a Mac board, which is just, it turns um, button presses into keyboard strokes. So you wire all your buttons into this board and you can have MAME stands for multiple arcade machine emulator. Thank you, Alex. I like mega. Yeah, mega. So... (laughs) You, you wire everything up and you can just basically then c- uh, connect it out through the Raspberry Pi through an HDMI t- cable. So you can connect it to your TV and everything like that. So you're playing arcade um, style games with a joystick and a six button layout, which I have all set up downstairs, but I just need to you know finish putting it together. Yeah. That's, <laughs> really, that's it. really cool.
3: But are now you, we
2: have kind of that motivation. To are you
3: going to try to make your own cabinet for the main machine? Or are you going to like, so here, here's by a, four-person cabinet
1: here's my plan is for what i want to do for the Mame is i'm going to build a out of a mdf board i'm going to basically just build a control box that i'll be able to like take to other people's houses and stuff like that so that way i can like bring it around and i don't need to worry about having a giant dedicated cabinet for it at some point i might build a dedicated cabinet for it but um for right now i want to just build like i said just like a just the control box that has uh, the power cord in the back and a HDMI cable out so I can, like, bring it over to people's houses and connect it to their... That,
3: that would, would be so cool, right?
1: I'm, just I'm, I am I'm have everything. Bring I, it to my house I have first. everything. I just need to finish putting it together, which is just... Uh, I haven't had time.
2: It's really cool, and even for someone like me who's like, okay, this is... You know, at first glance, I'm like, this is kind of stupid, but I'm like, this is, like, so tactile and cool, and, like, you put... You're literally connecting everything and, mm-hmm. like, making it... Trigger, You know, pressing a button triggers different things. Or yep. the, the coolest thing that I never even thought about was the joystick and the way that there's little buttons. Yeah, the
1: joystick's basically just four buttons, yeah, that as really you're moving really it around, cool. it's, it's, it's it's triggering the four it's re- buttons. It
2: gives you, a, at least me, gives me a better understanding or a better a bigger appreciation for these games and these people that restore games mm-hmm. and stuff because there's a lot to it. Yep. it but it's also simple at the same time if that makes
4: sense it's yeah neat. well
1: the the stuff that we're doing is yeah. really simple but once you get back into the old like jama boards yeah, and yeah. Um, the old like motherboards for like pac-man and stuff like that that's literally just like chips that are soldered to a motherboard and that mm-hmm. type of stuff your pin connections need to be tight and that stuff's really in, more in depth with capacitors and crap like that you need to make sure you have the right layout and stuff like that but but
2: going back to this cabinet yes. that we bought mm-hmm. um i won't you know hey we took it home we, we swapped cars it was a whole day-long excursion but so we're like it's a pac-man cabinet and on one of on the sides you can see where the yellow had started to come through because someone had painted it mm-hmm. and i did some research because i'm apparently obsessed with this thing now this is like my child and i was like okay it's a pac-man cabinet how is there a way that I can take this black paint off with in the sticker without completely destroying it? Mm-hmm. So, did some research because my mom goes, "Oh, use goof off." I'm like, "Mom, I'm not gonna put freaking goof off."
1: Yeah, you don't want to strip. Like, all I don't want to strip off. all
2: this paint. So, I did some research, and apparently, the graphics on old arcade cabinets were done in oil-based paint, or they should have been done in oil-based paint. And from the scratching off of the paint that was already, you could already see on the cabinet it's latex paint like it's you know there's yeah, no question it's that's low latex quality. paint so i tested a really really small area on the bottom with the goof off and you just see yellow and like it was just the coolest freaking thing i've done like the top ha- part of it i guess quarter like the top of it. quarter yeah but i'm obsessed i just like i kept like it's it that's going to be
3: so cool it, once yeah. you get it all the thing I, that
2: I, makes I... me nervous though is like some of the, so the yellow is fine but some of the other colors i don't know like, if the paint is like there's is a blue ghost well. and there's
1: like some like text and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah.
2: So, I'm, I'm really, really nervous. I'm going to try to find something that's not as strong as Goof Off. I, yeah. I guess there's some other things that are more like natural that can, can take off latex paint and I, not hurt oil based paint.
1: I think my goal for the cabinet eventually is to fully restore it into a Pac Man because it's just be amazing. like having a dedicated cabinet and having a dedicated cabinet of the. I wouldn't even say arguably, but, like, the greatest arcade machine of all time would be really cool.
0: At least the most well-known, certainly. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Definitely the most ingrained in pop culture, and it probably had the biggest effect on, on pop culture yeah. and just culture in general. Well,
2: what did I t- I read online, it's like the... Pac-Man is, like, the most recognizable video game character, like, Yeah, he was, like, America. more recognizable
1: than, like, Santa Claus or something like that at one point.
2: I don't know if that's true, but...
1: I'm sorry, it was Mario that was more recognizable than Santa Claus. Sorry.
4: Also, I'm sure Pac-Man was up there.
2: But just, like, most people know who Pac-Man is.
4: Yeah. yeah. So the fact Pac-Man? that we have this, puckle, puckle. this
2: thing sitting in our basement that's, like, a piece of video game history, regardless, I mean, it doesn't have the marquee, it doesn't have anything, it has the speaker in it, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. And it has, like, the sockets for, like, lights and stuff, but it has nothing in it. But just the fact that we have this freaking cabinet in our basement is really cool, and yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Putting, yeah, putting awesome. this together yeah. piece by
1: piece is going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. And I'm
2: into it, which is the cool thing. It's not just like, oh, Dwight brought home mm-hmm. an arcade cabinet. Oh, Dwight, you know, because that's usually how it goes. I'm like, oh, yeah. Dwight spent more money One on video more games. Oh. But this
1: was a, it was a joint thing. <laughs> Tiffany actually gave me the money. I, I mean, I we,
0: did. we split it. But I she did. had the $50 put, in her wallet. I
2: put my own money into it because I thought it was that cool. Even nice. though I'm just awesome. sitting in the basement right now. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I go down I, and look at it's it. It's always
0: been like a deeply held belief of mine that everyone should have at least one classic arcade game that's like theirs that they mm-hmm. play and that they love and that they've gotten somewhat good at maybe they don't have to be experts or anything do you have one
3: yeah i absolutely what's do. yours mine's galaga same mine's qbert
2: i really like tetris in the arcade cabinet style i'm really good at. bonnie
3: it.
1: Dig-dug.
3: bonnie's dig-dug. is bonnie's dig-dug.
1: is dig dug nice. Mine's definitely Galaga as well. Like whenever I'd go to the Pinball Blizzard, it would always be the Galaga machine that I played. If I didn't get over a hundred thousand, which probably isn't that amazing of a score, but if I didn't get over hundred thousand, I'd be like disappointed with myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, like even my mother, who's like not at all a video game person, mm-hmm. like hers is centipede, like the classic. Mm-hmm. Game oh, with the ball with the, the, ba- with the ball, ball and everything. Thing, yeah. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. So, the, um, speaking of the arcade machine, I, I thought it would be fun to talk about just like old arcade memories. I know Brian, I know you and I played arcade games all that. They had a Time Crisis 2 machine there. For oh, like, man. It was like 300 bucks. And I was like, if I had this uh, if Why I had didn't this you space. buy it? Was it I working? No, it wasn't working. Yeah, it, was uh, it wasn't working. It wasn't one, working. One, it wasn't working. And two, it was huge. It, it was yeah. one of the big, big ones. That's and the I, best part about but it. But I would have no way of transporting it. Yeah, How would you, I get it
3: into my basement? You have a basement. How would I, I get it into man. the basement? Just put it in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. but I mean, like find I saw, way. I got
1: really excited.
0: Yeah, I all they also Time had Crisis a, um... Two was like background wise. Time Crisis Two was at our local movie theater actually, yep. mm-hmm. and um and at Hampton Beach, which is like yes. a, close by. It was the beach that like, everybody drove to during the summer just because it was close and easy and mm-hmm. whatever. And we would always Dwight and I would always play Time Crisis Two together, and we we got good at it to the point where we could beat it in like under what was it 15 minutes or it something was un- like, oh under God. that certain amount of yeah. time
1: and it was like under like a certain dollar so amount we, too. yes
0: yeah so we knew like if we had like i'm gonna say like four bucks yep. and 15 minutes we could go crush <laughs> time crisis 2 before the movie started which or was whatever. so much fun yeah I,
1: I remember doing that like sitting there and like playing through time crisis 2 and like being disappointed if we didn't get the high score or <laughs> yes. like something like that that was and we got to the point where we knew where all the like um the Uh, bonus guys who who, who, were more points would come out and stuff like that yeah what are you looking at i'm
2: looking at you because can i talk about my favorite arcade moment or one of of course do you know what it is
1: uh is it my birthday no okay then no
2: do you remember that time we went to old orchard beach and we we beat the ninja turtles (gasps) yes and that guy like some guy came in and like tagged in and like played and like we
1: we just that was a lot of fun it. We we were we were at Old Orchard Beach and we were playing um, Turtles One and yeah, just like we and we had like she just said like a random guy came up and like i think was well, we were playing we were playing and he just came in and he like sat down as leonardo and like the three of us went through the whole game yeah. and it was, well, it he, was a he, lot of fun he,
2: like until he died and then like we oh it was a
1: little kid and
0: it was no, no was it was an the... older guy oh, okay. it was
2: probably a kid around our age
0: okay. okay that's awesome it was fun that was one of the best parts and we were about sweating those... and like yeah i mean that that was one of the best parts about some of those side scrolling um like beat up type games where they were difficult to beat and they ate a lot of quarters and stuff and it kind of like it was expensive but like even the simpsons game is one that i remember oh, where mm-hmm. like any random person would join and love that game and like yeah. you, they could join at any point and it didn't matter mm-hmm. and it was so much fun to see like an ongoing game yep. and somebody was like stuck by themselves on like level four or something <laughs> then you just jump in and help them out and yep. Yeah, it was great.
1: Uh, that and the, the six-player X-Men arcade game. I <laughs> yes. remember going to like birthday parties, and like it was the first thing you would do is you head up to the six-man arcade game, everyone sits down, and you just like throw half your, your so, coins in there.
0: Yeah, I'm going to extend an invite here because you bring up the six-player x-men arcade game yep uh burlington which is where i am currently living uh has an arcade bar called the archives Ooh. one of the cabinets they have is the six-person x-men oh, arcade game so hey cool. we're so looking for a also, summer vacation they also have the simpsons arcade game Ooh. um yeah. i've never beaten the simpsons arcade machine um i think in, i have in, in a machine i've beaten it through emulation but okay yeah but I not that I, I don't really go to bars, but I would go to play some arcade games if that you're ever be in the awesome. mood or if you're ever in bro. I'm and... in the mood right now. Yeah,
3: let's go. What are we yeah. doing? <laughs> this stupid podcast? Let's hey. go play games. Whoa, whoa. Don't call my podcast stupid. It's your podcast oh. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, I did that just to make him angry. It's his podcast. It's, it's a cool. Really... I
1: think you've technically been on more episodes than I have at this
3: point. Yeah, yeah because someone decided not to be on our Power Rangers slash yeah. what else did we do? He doing? was on it.
4: Beauty or the, the, beast. the beast. Beauty and the Beast
1: because you guys didn't invite me to go see the movie with you.
3: Um, I'm pretty sure we did. Mm. Um, yeah. Back yeah, to arcades. Yes, why is Alex fighting? With um, you? my favorite arcade experience was going to my family and I used to go to York, Maine, every yes. summer, yes. and we'd go to Funorama. So we were there every summer, and I just remember always going. I I hate the beach. Hate it. I'd always That's what your friends would Dwight. We would all sit down straight and I would immediately <laughs> ask my mom for money, go straight to the arcade, yep. and my brother and I would play Time Crisis. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. um I would like sit at the Qbert machine for hours. Nice. <laughs> and awesome. uh, like I loved Asteroids, but my favorite thing was when they got a DDR machine cuz I was obsessed. Oh. With, uh, yes. I was obsessed with DDR Same. in like middle school. Yep. And me and my best friend Andy, we played DDR all the time. Like he had it at his house, I had it at my house we'd go to arcades to play it so those few summers i would go there just to play ddr and i remember cuz like n- no one else that i was with wanted to play so i would just remember playing with strangers standing next to me mm-hmm. and like just having so much fun like trying to pick a song and like just getting along with strangers oh playing God. ddr and people coming up to me i was really good like That's embarrassingly what I was ask. good i was embarrassingly good at ddr like looking back, I'm ashamed of how much time I put <laughs> into that game. Oh I'm gosh, ashamed. That was so fun. But I just remember like strangers coming up to me and being like, how do you do that? And I'm like, practice? Like, I don't know. I just, just really like this game. I'm
2: ashamed that I would play and and I thought I was so cool when I could do like one song on like medium. Yeah. <laughs> and like you go and like you put your quarter in Me- the line. Medium and you, like,
1: but it's a two foot song still. Or something yeah, like.
2: yeah, yeah. But you go in there, you get your place and like you, your turn finally comes up because there was a time where you had to like wait. Yeah. And then you get in there and people are like, you know, you're going after all these people that are like, yeah, look at my feet. And I'm like, do, 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 yeah. do, 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 like one foot at a time i
3: remember oh my bringing god. my playstation to bonnie's house to play it all the time <laughs> and i was always trying that was like when i first was getting into it and i was trying to perfect my first song and i did it on drop the bomb and and did i was freak out? i was so happy oh my god yeah, i what i dude. love ddr
0: it's making me want to go back, back and check out um step mania is like a fan version of ddr Mm -hmm. that's been created uh and talking about arcade cabinets you can actually build like an emulation of step mania into an arcade cabinet that's awesome like the pad and everything nice uh man i had had a friend who had a metal a metal pad like he had his own personal like metal like one of
1: the metal pads um but speaking of Funorama, there was a game i was too young to play it when i was um at Funorama, but they had this game Um, It was obviously an arcade game, but it was a, a punching game like a um, oh, yeah. like one of those like bags would come down and the idea was you wanted to punch it but it wasn't just like a test your strength thing there was a video component to it it was more or less you were like one punch man because there was all these different like scenarios one of them was a train was coming at you and you had to time your punch to get to the train and like if you punched it hard enough the train would just shatter there was one that was an asteroid and there was one that would think you were punching like a building it was things like that that I just I loved those types of just outside of the
0: box arcade it's yeah, funny the machines. last time i was in an arcade was in seattle we were in between a flight or something mm-hmm. and i i saw there's a japanese arcade game for flipping a table that's like the <laughs> i've same seen game. videos of that I, online yeah. and uh i actually got to play it with uh i think bonnie was there actually if i remember yeah <laughs> So I got to play that little game. I had no idea how it works because I can't read Japanese. But it was fun to flip a table.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite arcade memories also was um, 7th grade before Earth Shuttle, um, Brian. We were in the Manchester airport. And they had an arcade cabinet that was the one where it was a four-player game and you would collect these, like, statues and you would transform into, like, these were beasts. Someone was a bear, someone was a panther, someone was, like, a tiger, and someone was, like, a lion or something like that. And you, me, um, John, and then uh, Ben, um, we just, like, before the flight, we all played through it for... No, we didn't play through it, but we all, like, put in, like, oh, 50 cents um... to it. But that was just one of my favorite memories. Just, like, like, just playing large games like that with just a group of people.
4: Yeah.
2: You know what else? Speaking of kind of a different story, one of the other cool things uh, a couple years ago at the Salem Willows and Salem Mass, um, I watched my mom play the Funhouse pinball machine. Oh,
1: pinball machines are beautiful. But,
2: but just like, I'm like, that's my mom. I'm like, my mom would be like, who's Mario? Like, You know what I mean? <laughs> but to just see her in front of this pinball machine and, and like, I, I suck at pinball, but like she was like there for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes. I'm like, where did you learn how to play pinball? She's like, Oh, we used to play this all the time. And it's just cool how stuff like uh, a pinball machine, an arcade cabinet, any yep. of that stuff is just, it's just, it spans generations. It's not just a, a oh, those millennials yeah, today. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it goes beyond my that. My dad's
0: it's big certainly into pinball. too. Pinball yeah. in particular is like where it's at, like with both my parents. Yep. If they start yep. playing a pinball machine, which. I don't remember the last time they did, but they can crush those things. Like I, <laughs> yeah. Compared to me, I'm always just like, der. I know.
1: Are you still like, like flipping both, both <laughs> flippers <laughs> no, at the I'm same not time? bad,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm close. Do you have any favorite pinball machines?
1: I don't. There's a couple I, mean, that I don't play of enough
0: night. of them to like really know the best Twilight ones.
1: Zone is phenomenal, and there was one other one that I really liked, and I can't think of it right now. My favorite Simpsons, the Twilight Zone, and Simpsons. My
3: favorite pinball machine is the South Park machine. That one's really good. I too. absolutely love that machine.
2: I've just played that right before Pinball Wizard closed, and it was really fun. It's so it good. Was really fun. Um,
3: there my, was a Doctor Who one that I you love the Doctor
2: Who
1: well, one. Was cool.
3: My two favorites are South Park and oh God. It,
1: Adam's Family is really good too. Sorry, oh, the Adam's Family. One of is the amazing.
3: ones you mentioned, Twilight Zone, and it's yep. another classic TV show, and I can't think of what it was.
1: Jurassic Park. No. Nope. Transformers dr who tv show <laughs> lethal weapon 3 there was a lethal weapon 3 there pin <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm done with this
1: world <laughs> <laughs> but it just TV it was show. just cool
2: to me to you know just to have
3: that lost in space a... lost in space oh,
1: lost in space. Cool. oh yeah lost in space. that's
2: awesome Our, i love the old pinball just the, the sounds and it's just that
1: with like yeah. the rolling um the,
4: the score click of the and sound. everything yeah, the, yeah. Click it's of everything. just yeah. it's wonderful so good yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what other arcade game I remember playing? Um, the, the the four of us, Brian, was a uh, Gauntlet Legends. Oh yeah, that game. Gauntlet that Legends. game ate
0: way too many of our yeah. quarters. Because uh, You could of, save characters. Yeah, one of so my favorite
1: good. things. Oh, is
2: that the game with the guy you had that had like he looked like salad fingers? Like he was. No, like,
3: that's um, Soul Calibur Two. Soul Calibur. The Archer of... needs food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite things about Gauntlet Legends arcade was that you could bring in your memory stick from oh, God. from. Game, uh, n64 really to save your oh, oh yeah. yeah i never did you that. could save your characters onto your 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 that's memory uh, memory cartridge whatever that you call it and i thought that was so cool so that's why i would sink so much money into it
1: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> but but even though so i still
3: owned the the cartridge for my n64 but i wanted to go play it in an arcade
0: i always loved <laughs> oh man something about the presence of the arcades and just like the surrounding noise and everything like even though Fun World wasn't like the best arcade in the world, and maybe I'm misremembering because it has no, it run down a lot. No, it was terrible. It's, it's like, terrible now. Walking through, I've talked to my
1: mom. She said it was a pit
0: back then. Too. Really? <laughs> yeah. But I they had other so like, games, but back like then, as a though. kid, it was like you would walk through, and there was just something about being in a three-tiered arcade where yeah. it was just like fun for as far as your memory could all, serve. That all, third
3: level felt so intimidating. I just remember the third level being the best level always. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fun World
0: had a game
1: that I've never seen anywhere else and I and I know we've all played it before it's the one where you six people sit in a room oh, and it's yeah. like a rail shooter uh and you control a cursor on screen and you're flying through space and you're yeah, just like blowing up asteroids It was, a, up, uh, it was asteroids like a new and, version of
0: Galaxian
4: yeah, actually with
1: six people it yeah. was amazing it was so good. fun. World also used to have a, a driving simulator where you sat in like a Porsche. Yes, it did. <laughs> I, I oh, never played fair. that. I one. I remember that one. I never played it, but it was yeah. awesome. They also used to have like a whole fighting game like row with like Street Fighters and uh, Primal Rages and mm. Mortal Kombat. Back yeah, in Mortal that, that, Kombat was, that, that was that was on relevant. the
3: third floor and. Well, last time I went there, they didn't have any of them. They uh, had like one so or two.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really really I've bad now. I learned to play fighting games at Funorama, yeah. if I remember correctly. We played oh, the crud God. out of uh, not Soul Caliber, but the one before it. Soul, Soul Edge. Edge, yeah, Soul Edge. We played a lot of Soul Edge. And we played a lot of um, Marvel vs. Capcom 1. And that game, oh, that yeah. was the first time I ever experienced Marvel vs. Capcom 1. And I, and I was immediately in love with it, even though I knew none of the characters. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> fact that I was able to play as
1: Mega Man punching people, <laughs> it blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, abs- That was my favorite. I, I, I was always <laughs> Mega Man and War Machine. And I thought uh, it was quality. weird because like, I knew who Iron Man was. And I was like, who the hell is War Machine?
3: <laughs> I, I loved War Machine in that game. Uh,
2: can we all agree, though, that the best arcade game of all time is Wacky Gator?
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. Like ticket I have games. No idea ticket games.
2: Well, it's just ticket... an old old style ticket, ticket games. games. Yeah, they're Ticket games today games.
3: are. No, no, no. The best ticket no. game, best no. arcade game is Ski Ball.
2: Oh yeah. Well, period. I, well, end okay. of
3: story. <laughs> that's cheesy okay. though. That's ski like... ball.
2: Ski ball is amazing. I love Ski Ball, but.
3: Find a person my, that hates ski ball. No, I'm no with one
0: Tiffany, does. The, wack, the wacky uh, gator is like,
4: i But that was my
2: favorite game as a kid. We, we, um, is really sad because they just tore down this bowling alley in Haverhill, uh, Pilgrim Lanes. But we would go and, like, that would be my favorite game. Like, I'm six and I'm, like, smashing gators. And it was just, like,
4: <laughs> who <smashed> <laughs> just, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds oddly sexual.
2: <laughs>
0: Smash or pass on <laughs> gators. But, <laughs> but there was. <laughs>
2: But there's something about that game as an adult, and I think it's just because you can't you can't find them anymore. Yeah. They're all broken, they're all defunct, so like there's still a few that are around and I get so excited because that just brings back
0: Oh, was it was a just, wonderful game. It just
2: but it brings back all those memories of being six years old and yeah. just you have no idea what you're doing. You're going into arcade. I remember going to again old Orchard Beach with my parents and my sister and then my grandparents had gone with like a couple of my cousins and my grand grandparents said gave everybody a, a roll of quarters. <laughs> hey, stop I'll
1: give you a roll of quarters.
2: You guys are being very real. No, keep rude. on
1: going, sorry. I was
2: But I'm talking about arcade memories. Okay? All right? So you with the M and Ms over there. I haven't
3: had any M M's Yeah, you gonna share? Um I already shared with you. Um and okay. he, he got it real but angry.
2: One of the coolest things I remember about going to an arcade was being with you know, my family and my grandmother and my grandfather going here, here's a roll of quarters, go nuts, and it's
1: mm-hmm. like the entire like, my roll mind. of quarters. That's insane. You know what I
3: mean? It's just like yeah. <laughs> who,
1: who are your rich grandparents? Yeah, <laughs>
0: but it's
2: just will it, they adopt me? It's just like something that I like always or remember. Like and the it-
0: rare birthday where you would yeah. get like a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. to <get> <laughs> yeah, in the quarters. Yeah. and you would just part of the fun of it was just listening to the quarters pour out of the machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's never gonna end. Yeah, you're just yeah. like what it's never gonna end. And it's now it was thing- almost like embarrassing. Yeah, but
2: you don't have that anymore you go to dave and buster's you go to any of these places it's all on cards yeah. and it's all yeah and it's oh, just we not it. the some, same some of the modern just...
1: games are kind of neat though like there was that one dave and buster's um, the fishbowl um,
2: game. game that's basically beer pong that's that, amazing that's cool, that i'm they, obsessed they, with
1: they had a star wars game where oh, you like yeah, sit yeah. in the cockpit and like it's like it's like yeah. you, um, that's cool actually yeah. moving around you're doing the trench run an and it's really we should just
0: go to meredith new hampshire to fun world and do that you mean right now sorry fun spot Fun, yeah, Spot Fun, really cool. Fun, Spot Fun Spot is really cool. I think it's a little
3: too late for that.
2: We have, I have my car. I have a whole thing of tokens from Fun Spot when we went mm. a couple years ago.
0: Looks like the podcast's over. Let's go. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs>
2: but so you don't have, like, that, that idea of an arcade is, is slowly going away, and that it you have is. all these, you know, the yeah. real big fish game. I know Real Big Fish is a band, but that the game where you, like, pull the thing down and. A you- Vermont band, I yeah.
4: don't
2: <laughs> It's like you spend you spend two dollars and you might get ten tickets oh, for wait, what? No, it's
0: not Vermont. I'm thinking fish. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. go- There's so, no
2: skill involved. Bonnie just said you don't do anything. There's yeah. no skill involved in You push in a them. button and you push and a button and, and you back. might get tickets. And it's like that's not fun. You know what or- I love
0: that I never got to play very much? The the ones that had an air cannon. love <laughs> like, yeah. Like where you were like shooting the clown or something. You yeah. were shooting like the teeth in the clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just I had this really satisfying like like, That's so weird that you wonderful. say
2: that because I just was thinking about that and yeah. I was gonna bring that up. So. That in the
1: Big Bertha game, I like that. I
2: one. loved <laughs> Big Bertha, the like. where you could yeah, yeah see all these games. Too. were like, I loved things, that game, but like things active things that you had to do. And I don't want to be like oh kids these days, but it's like how fun is it to go and put a, a you know a dollar in a machine. And press a button and get tickets. Like, like there's the no
0: linky light ones you're talking about.
2: Yeah, and, like, but there's no yeah. skill. There's no like big birthday. You're throwing balls and you're sweating and you're going crazy. You know, Wacky I, Gator, you're hitting things. There's nothing. They're not like that anymore. I
1: remember playing so the spider stomping game with um, like three people. And we would <laughs> oh, just put yeah, it in and put just it just to the highest the thing. Crap thing crap and everyone <laughs> just <laughs> slamming <laughs> the ball constantly. Like
0: you'd get like seven friends and everybody yep. had one button that they were <laughs> just yeah. the crap out of it. But it was just like
2: that stuff is fun and it... I, I feel I feel bad for kids today that don't have that and their experience of going to arcade is Ar- pressing arc- a button.
1: Arcades are shifting to another um format too, is because they're the rise of the barcade is kind of mm-hmm. happening now. Yep. where you have people who are are mostly our age, like in their th- yeah, in their late twenties, early thirties, early thirties, late twenties, yeah, exactly. Who um remember these things from when they were kids, and so they're they're doing like the like rent by the hour type thing where they'll have like a room filled with games and it's like you pay for like 10 bucks for an hour and oh, all the yeah. games are set to free when, play.
2: Um when I went to Pasadena for work a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um I was like looking around, I had some time to kill between workshops and I was looking for things to do and I stumbled upon the Neon Retro Arcade in Pasadena and I walked down there and it was like I you know it's two people, they're a married couple, they're probably I think they were in their mid 30s and they were you paid 10 bucks 15, I forget what it was for, yeah, it might have been 10 bucks for the hour or, and then everything was set, like you said, to free play, but it was all classic games. That's kind of cool.
0: It was really awesome. In that scenario, I'd almost pride myself on like playing one game and keeping my lives going for Mm -hmm. the full Mm -hmm. time, but like it would feel a little bit like a waste. See,
2: I used it to try games that I had never played before, like a fighting game. Like I don't play Marvel vs. Capcom or Street Fighter or any of that. Stuff, but like can we I used that opportunity because I know I'm not good at it and I don't have the experience. But I used that <laughs> <Yet>. opportunity, <laughs> but I used that opportunity to try it.
4: There you go. Because yeah, I had awesome. that ability,
2: I had already paid my money, and now I'm like, okay, I want to try this game that I've never played before. Let me see if I can figure it out. So you're going
0: to Evo for 2018. You, sorry, Evo's the big fighting oh, game I was gonna because I know <laughs> world world oh, you known were being, fighting you were being game. Mean. I love the no, look I on wasn't. her face. I didn't know what that. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm I'm actually. I hope that you actually get good at one of them or find one that you yeah. love. Yeah. Well,
3: Even the new Marvel vs. Capcom though.
1: game has Captain Marvel in it, so uh, if anything's going to get her yeah. into it, what about it's Smash be that.
3: Brothers Melee? That's still at Evo, right? It is actually. How, are you good? Yes, at, are you good at Smash Brothers?
2: What, which was? Here's the story. Was it Brawl? It was Brawl. Well, okay. Fun fact: Smash Brothers Brawl came out midnight release. We get the game, and we brought it home, and we were at this is a college. We were at college. Oh, I remember this. And story. <laughs> the first match, who won? Me as Sheik. What up? B words. I don't think I've
3: ever beat Dwight at any Smash game. Ever. I did. I did. And you know what?
2: And the best she the, the best part, part about this, it. the best part about this, it was like the, the months leading up to this game. Every time a character would get released, Dwight would print out the character and hang it on the wall. I was and super excited He for was this game. so obnoxious. So like when we got the game, we brought it back to the dorm and I beat everybody that first game. I was like, suck it.
1: And she retired on top. And I, hey, <laughs> yeah, and I retired well, on I'm top. I'm sure you can beat Mango
3: then.
2: Uh, that's a guy, right? Yeah.
3: Mango. Armada. Leffen. Ar- Hungrybox. Hbox. HBox hey. PPM- PPMD PPMD Oh I know PPMD Ice Axe
2: I know some of these people Cause I've watched I've watched some You've of them. Yeah, You've watched Axis Yeah have watched um, it with you,
1: you Wobbles the-
2: Don't make me Don't make me out to be Just the token girl here I've watched some of the stuff I know the lingo I'm,
3: I'm just saying yeah, Random words
2: at this you, point Don't you sass me blah,
0: blah, blah, garps. Blah, blah, blah I will say I've been I watching I've been watching uh, Street Fighter 5 recently I like that I game I like watching that game Street Fighter 5 is a lot of fun I'm not sure I want to support it because they were kind of abusive in their yeah. sales model mhm but it does look really nice, and like even watching it, it's easy to understand compared to a lot of fighting games. Like just visually, it's easy to see what's going on compared to something like Melee, where unless you played it, yeah, it's, yeah you can't it just appreciate like all the blur, yeah, yeah. Or like Marvel vs. Capcom Three is like that too, where you're watching it and somebody's just dead in like two seconds, yeah. And it's like yeah, you don't know happened? why because yeah. they they
1: snap someone in and they happen to get caught by a yeah. chip and then they're yeah, are yeah x23 is half of her life is gone you're like what yeah yeah that game was impossible to follow yeah unless you played it professionally Mm -hmm. Ah, so much fun but so our kids are great
3: and i love them (laughs) end of story end of podcast bye close
1: okay yeah, why don't we go ahead and wrap it up so this has been another episode of um no refunds uh, this has been a really fun one so thank you guys uh, all for joining and thank you for listening to Play us. more board games yes play more board games um, um we support d- your local arcade yes yeah, please do like that's please. not even joking yeah like, that's, that's a, what, like, that is, like a complete that's like a big thing because so like, that stuff like this doesn't happen yeah and um, arcades
2: close and all that stuff goes away
1: so I'd like to thank um, Haverhill Media, HC Media TV for uh, HC hosting. Media TV. What's the name of your Haverhill
2: Community Television or <laughs> HC <laughs> HC Media.
1: And that's what Bonnie has to add to our <laughs> podcast is just coughs and noises. And they host uh, our podcast. Yes, they host our podcast. Uh, thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com for our music that Tiffany really, really likes. And I'm going to sing it again. Are you? Okay, that's very nice. Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable, yes. Uh, Why so, do you
0: sing Western Union?
1: Because we don't have the copyright tag. Yeah, take take me home. No, yeah, stop it. No. Uh, well, so thank you all for listening.
0: and Wait,
2: what about thanks for Brian for being here? Oh yeah, well, thank Country you so much road. for coming, Brian. I well know done. it was it nice to blast. have you. a blast.
0: I you, had a lot did of Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was great. Good. I got to talk about L5R a little without to anybody stopping me.
1: Do people usually stop you when you talk about? Yeah,
0: it? I'm a little too obsessed with that one. Well, we'll know? play it
1: and and we'll we'll talk about it more on the uh, on the podcast later. It'll be a blast. And thanks to
3: Bonnie for sitting there. Yeah.
1: Check us out on iTunes and, and give us expensive. a rating and email like and subscribe. us oh, yeah. at refundspodcast.com. Yeah, email us. I'm at gmail.com.
3: First person to email us gets a high five. No
1: one's emailed us. I've, I I, I occasionally check from time to time. I don't time think anybody listens to this. And I'm just like, <laughs> I yeah. I'm,
2: if you listen to it, send us an email.
1: I'm yeah, my, if you listen, send yeah. us an email or, or uh, write us a message and on tell Facebook. tell us who your favorite person on Wait,
2: this podcast. Um, we do it because cool. it's fun.
1: Yeah, it's um, a blast. If
3: if you don't listen to this podcast and you don't know any of us, definitely email us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. We're most interested in that. Yeah. So very
1: cool. Alright, um, well thank you all for listening.
2: Can I play us out? Yeah. Boop boo doo boo No, I wanna <laughs> do the theme song. Okay. Boop boo boop, boo boo. Boo boop, boop boo boop, 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 boop bye bye. 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 Bye.
4: Bye. 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 Goodbye. bye goodbye bye 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 Who,
1: who listens to us? Uh, hi Derek. Derek listens to hi us. Um, hi Scott, who is on another podcast with me, who I was bet, on this one. Hi Judd I mean, um, Tom um, still Brian. listens to it. I'll be hi, like, hi, yeah. Tom. hi Tom. Hi Brian. <laughs> Tom. We. Tom a while ago gave us a recommendation. We really should follow up on that one. Yeah. It was a, that short um, film that he wanted us to do. Oh.
3: We should watch that. Yes. Um, who we else? Should. Who else are we saying hi to? Um, who who um, else listens to it from um, your work? Hi uh, Corey. Hi Jess. Oh them. Uh, hi Nicole. <laughs> Uh, is she the
2: one that likes me who i don't know someone, who likes, you? someone, likes, someone likes, you.
3: likes me hi amanda i think amanda likes you okay
2: hi hi amanda my uh, biggest fan
3: hi amanda yeah, Amanda's you. your biggest my fan biggest, my biggest fan you should hey girl. like you should take a picture of yourself sign it and i'll, I'll give it to her hey girl hey do a, uh, like a, a <laughs> 10 by 10 gloss she's your only fan like <laughs> oh. do you have a headshot
4: i like <laughs> tiffany i'm her fan no, no she's Nope. she's your only <laughs> <laughs> fan
1: oh here comes your fan mm. <laughs> i knew you were gonna um,
3: Uh, Who else do I know that listens to this? I don't know. If I forgot you, email.
1: Bonnie's listened to (laughs) one. One. A whole one? Now she's listened listened to two. Yeah. De facto, you've listened to two. all the pieces together, I've listened to a whole one.
4: Oh, Oh, I see how that works.